Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 125th episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ahaha. Ha. <laughs> I can't believe it's episode 125. No, that seriously. is That is schmanacular. I'm proud of us, for real. I wonder how many hours that, like, totals up to. Because you know every episode is over an hour, so. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, Sabria belched in the mic. So, just so you guys know, we got a <laughs> We've been recently reading our reviews. Because usually they're always, like, glowing, glowing, glowing. And we appreciate it. But recently, we got called out. We got called out. Somebody was saying that they loved our podcast. However, it's just... It's too much yawning and belching. And, I, and Sabria just let out a big old mark. So I, you can expect to get uh, somebody all up in your ass about that one. I'm sorry. I re- that really caught me off guard. Because I really, again, I don't remember belching. I probably have. Definitely have. <laughs> I know. But, not to be accusatory, but I really don't belch that Yeah, often. Iman don't. I'm me, not a belcher. I'm a nasty nasty. I like hiccup. I'm a nasty ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'll hiccup or like the thing is a belch will catch me when I'll be talking and then I'll have to like stop for a second. But I don't know. I just don't really. My body don't do that. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) look at you. (laughs) Since you got your degree and everything. (laughs) And you know everything. (laughs) But then they also said stop yawning, which we're not going to stop doing because. Yeah, because I feel a big boy coming up right now. And I'm, I'm fucking tired. Like. You want me to stop yawning? Excuse me. How can you even blow black girl brunch up so the so it's my only job? Then I won't stop yawning. Like what? I don't get like, cause I. No, I want to keep it the same. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, sorry. No, I'm, I'm all, sorry, Eric. I didn't mean to scream at you. Cause we you were all just trying to help. we all work. Work, 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 work. And then we all work the next fucking day, which is fine because yeah. I know that everyone works, so no one should be bitching. But guess what? But you got to do the work. The work, yawns are going to get caught. Um, uh, also, the other review was that we were super judgmental. But I'm like, honestly, that review was so crazy. I'm like, did you mean our podcast? Maybe you like, I don't know. Was that an accident? You maybe guys mixed up with somebody Yeah, that else. was wild. Because I'm sorry. I am judgmental in real life, but definitely not on the mic. <laughs> No, dead ass. I'm like, if you fi- I mean, if you hear the conversations we have in the car. <laughs> yeah, I was like, unless you're in the backseat in my car, then, then no, I'm not judgmental. Okay? I'm just not. Yeah, because I don't get that. If you're a bigot, like, then yeah. Yeah, or if you cheat or if you have kids that you can't afford, then I can, I can definitely see how uh, we'll be judgmental. But no, sorry. Not for the I, negativity. I we just don't. yawned, and I like, I'm like, how could you fucking hear that? I, re- I went back. I, went, <laughs> I know, because sometimes I feel like we be talking, and then we were, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I, I, remember, go to- I remember one episode we did that. And then, Okay, one more thing about that is when they said that it seemed like that we might be bored with them. We are not bored. We're literally tired. Exhausted, but still trying to do your and best. And also, like, no, uh, like, I know, that people feel like we're talking to them, like the podcast, but in reality, we are talking to each other. Yeah, and like honestly, while I do have listeners in mind, yeah. my favorite thing is to be myself. Yeah. It's just like if you're listening between two friends, like of course we're not going to do dumb shit like, you know, cough or blow into the <laughs> microphone, something that'll cause a noise that's just stressful, but like, bro, people are absolutely tired. I'm not a fucking machine. 
So, it, like, honestly, we do have more po- people who say positive things and negative, so I don't want to give too much attention. But it just took me off guard. I'm like, do you not fucking listen to the podcast where we say that we leave in the studio at 12 or 1 o'clock in, in the morning? Like, why the fuck would we not yawn? So just ask yourself, sh- should I maybe listen to something else? Because, like, I didn't work today, but I fucking gave blood. <laughs> I went to the gym. Tired of shit. <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> fucking exhausted. Oh, God. But um. anyway, let's get into this show, okay? Because our fade for today is uh, sent to us by our girl, Chanel Number 9, all right? And it's uh, four of our favorite uh, skincare products. So, we're going to start with you. So, this is so funny because, like, I know some people, including mine, get so frustrated when my um, oh, yeah. regimen because I really don't have a regimen. And I don't break out. Sorry, I'm not breaking. Wow. But, um, yeah, I don't really have to put much on my skin. Um, but I do like skincare stuff. Yeah, sometimes but, it's just about self-care. But I do. Um, I know some people might be like, oh, my God. But, like, I like Lush stuff because Lush works for me. Um, one of my favorite products from – well, I have two favorite products on the list. It's – um. Uh oh. Excuse well, no, me. No, no, you're not yawning, bitch. I know you're not tired. <laughs> um, my favorite um is Angels on Bare Skin. Um, I love it a lot. It's like um exfoliant and it's very light. Um, if you're somebody who, well, no, I'm not gonna give skincare advice because I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say if you're somebody who likes to exfoliate a lot, but for me personally, <laughs> um, you know how you're not supposed to exfoliate like every uh, day. Yeah, every day, uh-huh. like. I wouldn't say use angels on bare skin every day, but you can use it more than, you know, yeah, another exfoliant. Yeah, because it's a gentle exfoliant. It's, yeah, it's gentle. And there are some cleansers that are, they say that they're for every day. So technically you could use it. Now, yeah. me, somebody who's a little more sensitive, wouldn't, but you really could if you um, weren't that sensitive. Also, okay, I changed the product I was going to do. Another product I love from there is... Uh-oh. Damn, <laughs> yawning. Damn, I'm really... My bad. Um, another... One of my favorite products is something called Parsley Porridge. It's Ew. A, I know. Sorry. Sorry. But Did you just say porridge on here? <laughs> Unfortunately, I did. edit that out. So, <laughs> so Parsley Porridge. So, such an unfortunate it's, um, name. It's a soap. And the reason why I, I got it was um, when I first started working um, at the haunted house, um, when, when you're working there, especially during um, – Oh, I don't know if all haunts have this, but so we call it Hell Week, where you literally work every day um, up until Halloween. And I was literally wearing makeup every day. And, like, in my, like, real life, um, even now, I don't wear makeup every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I only wear makeup um, on Friday and Saturday to work. Um, and even when, I mean, before I got this job, I didn't wear um makeup that much but if i do wear makeup tops i wear it two times a week mm-hmm. maybe three um but yeah i was wearing makeup every day and i asked them like you know what is something that i can use like because i really need to like you know get this makeup off my fucking face <laughs> and then the um you know the associate that worked there showed me that and i love it so much like it's like i don't feel any residue like from makeup on my face um it really like is a cleanser i feel like it really gets like deep in there mm. and i wear a lot of makeup like yeah. i don't look like it but i wear a lot of makeup 
Um, so I love that um, soap. And you can get that, like... Um, like, what's cool about, like, some of the products at Lush is that you can, um, like, for instance, if you get a soap, you can get, like, a small piece, mm-hmm. medium-sized piece, or, like, a big soap, and they, you yeah. pay they you pay with it away. It. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it's parsley porridge, and it's a green. Well, it should, well, obviously, their name. Um, that was two. Another thing that I love is, um, it's this stuff called Yes Cosmetics. Um, it's sold in um, like Target has it, okay. CVS, maybe Rite Aid. Yeah, they have masks, and mm-hmm. I really like their masks. Um, yes, cosmetics um, is vegan, um, cruelty free. Um, they have this detoxifying charcoal. Meisler is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, micellar uh, water. Micellar, mm-hmm. micellar mm-hmm. water. Um, cleansing water. Um. At first, I was caught off guard because a lot of their stuff is like it's like it'll have like it's like tomato in it or yeah, like highly um, acidic. Like, and so I was like, oh, what the fuck? But this one is like charcoal and something. That's decent. And then you like um, the charcoal, like the black stuff is like at the bottom. You shake it up, and then you. When I tell you, my face was fucking clean. Mm-hmm. Like also, it's good. Like because I know some cleansers like around the eye area is like ah like yikes but it doesn't burn my eyes or anything like that and I feel like it really get like me a skincare thing is like what's really big with me is like stuff that can get all of my fucking makeup off mm. cause I wear a lot of it and, and you'll wear stuff that's like dark to the like dark like you wear uh, eyeliner a lot yeah so you will have raccoon eyes yes and it's like I hate that when my eyes look dark not because of me but because like my mascara didn't come all the way off yes I hate that I hate that I look, so, terrible so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I look horrible same um another thing um I don't know if necessarily it's considered like um like skincare but I guess like all everywhere care um dr bronner's i was oh my god if you didn't say that that was gonna be an honorary mention because that's both our i love dr bronner's so much like it literally cleans uh, again like if i run so right now i had the um their meisler water uh or whatever y'all know i don't know how to pronounce anything Mm -hmm. but um that um cleanser from yes i had tried a new one it was like coconut something i didn't like it as much as the other one that i got but they didn't have it at cvs so I'm, I'm out of it now so when i run out of that i'm like oh like my old faithful like dr bronner's and i have some other like makeup melter i don't remember the name of it um but um dr bronner's like that shit cleans you from the fucking rooter to the tutor like <laughs> they really do and, and so many scents yes yeah, so many scents and also i love the fact that i can use it on my face i can use it on my ass like if you really I wanted to you it. could use it on your hair yeah like you i it did clothes i did one time i didn't have shampoo and i used it on my hair i feel like i could use it on my hair but my thing my hair is so dry i don't like anything that suds up on my hair like i'm yeah. like a it co-wash a girl lot. i it's, don't anything that's my hair is so dry i can't i cannot do it yeah i used it like once on my hair and like in a pen that shit and like when I say this I'm talking to like you know the blackies talking to the the niggas Um, (laughs) in a pinch I feel like you definitely can use it because I used it in a pinch and my hair felt fucking you know that sound like (laughs) my hair 
That's how my that was just out. Yeah. Clean the shit. It's sulfate free too. So if yeah. you have like dry skin, it's perfect. Like my thing, my favorite thing to do is coordinate my Dr. Bonner's fragrance with my mood. So like fresh out the gym, fresh out the gym, I use peppermint. Cause you know how you feel real sweaty. So mm-hmm. I feel like the peppermint cool you off. Um I feel like if I need to go to sleep, I'll do lavender or eucalyptus. Um, again, if I'm working out, I'll do tea tree. And in the morning, when I want to wake up, I'll do citrus or almond. Mm-hmm. So I'm like really, really uh, big on identifying scents with what you want to feel. So I think Dr. Brown is a great way to do that. And I used to think it was so expensive growing up. But now, like, when I realized, like, luxury soaps out here be $30 for a bottle of body wash. Yeah. You can get it um, on sale for under $10 at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So And also, yeah, it's been going on sale a lot recently also um for the people that are like ultra sensitive they have unscented, unscented. ones which i'm think i'm about to start using um unfortunately because i really love the scented ones but i think i'm gonna have to, to wash up I'm gonna oh, use the and they also have rose but also tea tree is really good for your body too yeah i use that one that still I like doesn't it. does it not i, I need unscented oh, i'm okay. like very my ph balance be like <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I definitely need Okay. Well, that, that was a good one. You ended with one of my personal favorites, so then I got a chance to talk about it without mentioning it. <laughs> um. So for my first one, it's going to be the calendula. Well, actually, the entire calendula line at Kills. No secret that I I sometimes still work for Kills. Used to work for them, so you have to mention that you used to work for a company when you say you love their stuff. Yeah. But honestly, I I I love a lot of Kills products. Like I can honestly say that the products are fucking amazing but i'm not like nuts about everything but i am two of their products i feel like whether i work for them or not i'm just gonna be using them for the rest of my life so the first one is the calendula um foam and face wash so i have like oily skin um it's funny because my entire life i thought my skin was dry because it'll feel dry but it'll be oily and i used to break out a lot like i really did not have the even complexion and stuff but i feel like the calendula wash is great because it's good if you you have oily skin but it doesn't have anything in it that'll dry your skin out like a proactive or something like that so it kind of uses like flower power to cleanse and treat your skin and it's like that comfortable cleanse so after i wash my face it's not super duper tight um and it's sulfate free like i personally don't believe sulfate should be anywhere on your body unless you are a white and have very oily hair <laughs> or b black and you want to like if you're relaxing your hair unfortunately you might have to use yeah i'm sorry um you might have to use like sulfates to kind of like really cleanse your hair or if you're really really oily you might have to use it on your body but i believe that trying to strip your skin just makes it more oily so i don't do that um next from kills is the ultra facial cream this is like when like for i feel like i've been trying to find the perfect moisturizer for years i've used everything i've used almond oil coconut oil shea butter then i started getting into the expensive face creams by like claude lee and fresh and philosophy all these expensive ass creams peter roth peter thomas roth all these expensive you're red so much fucking money down the drain just for my cream 
to have never caught the attention, my attention. The reason why I don't think I would have paid this bottle no attention is because kills don't believe in advertising like that. Like the bottles or jars and stuff are just plain. Is that so, the one I like? The yes, that's oh, the white yes, one. Yeah. It would have never caught my eye. But their thing is about the formula, not the bottle. But it's the perfect cream, no scent. A super duper lightweight, good for almost everybody's skin type. Like I feel like sometimes when I moisturize my face, it feel heavy. Or sometimes I moisturize and my skin still be like tight, like dry. When I put this shit on, twenty four hours, thoughtless hydration. Like it's just, it's the best all year round. So if, if Sabria uses it, she has dry skin. I use it. I have oily skin. My little brother has oily skin. He uses it. Like my aunt has super dry. Like I'm putting my whole team on to this moisturizer because it's like really my favorite. Um, next. Next on my list is um, Sunday Riley's uh, Good Jeans Serum. Like I'm just getting into serums because I'm getting close to 30 years old, and I really, 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 if we're going to be real, I really, really want to just preserve this. Also, like, I know you're supposed to expose. <laughs> I know you're supposed to exfoliate a lot, but I don't like the feeling of exfoliating. And also, I'm hearing mixed reviews. Some people I love exfoliating. I want my skin to, like, come off. <laughs> yeah, you love exfoliating. I do. But some people are saying that you can kind of mess up the surface of your skin. I think people like you going to have good skin regardless of what you do. But I think somebody like me with larger pores has to be careful because, yeah. like, one, the if you're exfoliating with the wrong things, it can kind of sit inside your pores. Mm -hmm. Two, like, you don't need all that abrasion against your face so something like a lactic treatment like um good jeans it'll literally kind of eat away at the dead skin on your face while you're sleeping but if you are going to introduce it to your regimen take it easy you can't just like use it every night off the back you got to go like every other night then every two nights every three nights but it's amazing and it's vegan sunday riley loves her dogs she would never test on animals mm -hmm. and i just love that like such a big product from somebody who's so like down to earth like she still has her her headquarters based where she's from in texas mm -hmm. so i think i don't know something charming about that and oprah's favorite face wash is uh, sunday riley's favorite face wash Fun fact. Wow. Final is uh, this line. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I always get all their lip balms and stuff from Sephora. It's called Laneige. Laneige or something like that. They have this that lip one. mask that I put on my lips every night. And oh my God, I haven't had to exfoliate my lips and I can't tell I need you how that, long. I got some crusty ass lips. <laughs> yeah, if you crusty lip gang. And the thing is, I didn't think my lips was crusty until I started putting like certain lip liners on and I'm like, ew. Yeah. So then I got, I'm when like. I put my Fenty on, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> in a bad way. So <laughs> What's reminds me, I got to put my. Chapstick on. I'm mad. I forgot chapstick home. But um, yes, I put this hydrating treatment on every night. Like the thing is, if I don't put nothing on my lips at nighttime, I feel like my regimen is not complete. Like I have to go to bed with something. It's actually funny because if I will FaceTime a nigga before I go to bed, they'll be like, you really put lip gloss on for this? I'm like, bro, I really didn't put lip gloss on. This is how I go to bed every night with my yeah. lips moisturized. Like since I was a kid, I've yeah, actually been doing this. Like how you just gonna go to bed with dry ass lips? Like I would put lip gloss on something. But if you if you want to start trying an overnight lip mask, I would say go there. Also, second up will be Kills Butter Mask for the lips. It is just so rich. That's if you got the real crusty joints. Like you want you just crusting out. Go to <laughs> go to the Kills. Lowest of keys, I be crusting out. <laughs> Honorary mentions, just real real quick. Kills Midnight Recovery Oil for night. Oh, that shit! Wow. <laughs> 
definitely slaps and the uh, creamy avocado eye treatment like all these things I feel like if if you're around like my age to early actually any age but specifically if you're getting into like thinking about oh shit I should probably start taking care of my eyes then that's what you want to do bro where you going you came in with your coat on Eric always leaving us. That's crazy. Never met an engineer who didn't like his talent. What's that? What's that, blueberries? Oh, thanks. You know we trying to be skinny. I don't like blueberries, but thank you. Type of bitch is you. I never knew that. So you don't like blueberry muffins? Yeah, because it's um artificial. Yeah, that's. I thought I said that on the show. I said the worst thing about my the worst thing about no. me is that I like art, I like artificial berries. Where the hell you get these blueberries from? Chili. You're showing dumb right. <laughs> okay. Like, I love, like, blueberry waffle. I only, like, honestly, I only like blueberry so waffle. You actually, I do remember you saying this. I'm That's sorry. the most disgusting thing about me, and it's okay. Everybody got their thing. Everybody got their thing. And I definitely, sometimes, I like the more artificial thing. Like, I bought some natural fruit roll-ups, or, and I did, like, fruit leather. You know what? I liked. I love fruit leather. Ever since I, I was ate a kid. it, I ate the fruit leather. But, but then I was like, it's not leather. fruit by the foot, though. It's not. And sure. I went and got fruit by the foot and ate the whole box like at an unreasonable. See, everybody got that thing because I love some fruit leather. I oh, can. Wait, did you get it from Trader Joe's? Um, I got it from. Well, I got one from Trader Joe's. Then I got one. From, I got fruit leather from Trader Joe's. Then I got fruit leather from Target. The ones from Target, good. The ones from Target were delicious. Don't get me wrong. I like the. The thing is, the Trader I, Joe's. Is I think I can mess around with the ones from Target more, though, because they were, like, a mix of artificial and, like, um, fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're probably better for me. The one from Trader Joe's, straight up fruit mash. Yeah, they're definitely, <laughs> 100%. Like, I feel like there's somebody in the that's back, my, like, stepping on, like, strawberries. That's the thing I don't get. Like, I love, like, real fruit leather, but I don't like, like, blueberries, like, artificial blueberries. Is it because fruit leather strawberries? I love strawberries, Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we sound like I got giggly and shit. I said, yeah. You said, I love strawberries. I'm like, what the fuck? Weird as hell. Okay, so now it's time to toast for sis. We asked on Twitter earlier, like, hey, drop a, a bomb woman or person, but mostly woman, who's doing their thing. Like, let us know somebody that's doing their thing. And somebody tweeted us and was like, hey, yo, low-key, I'm doing my thing. I love it. Love that energy. And we're going to talk about that later today. Like, when to fucking be like, hey, yo, I'm the shit. Talk about me. But her name is Aja's Writing. Please, 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 please correct me. It could also be AJ's Writing. But we all know I'm the one on air who calls someone (laughs) Jaif Turkey. When their name was Jive Turkey, okay? So, <laughs> JV Turkey. JV Turkey. I'm not the one for names, especially when they're all blended together. Like, I just can never see them. <laughs> but you want to follow her on Twitter at A J I S R I T I N G. It's like Ajaz writing, okay? So, she's a, a Ghanaian American poet. She's a Capricorn, which is really, really important, and author of <laughs> Chatbook Forget Me Nots. And what really, really caught my attention is her pen tweet. So her pen tweet is um, a deep dive through her uh, search history. So she called it Google for Black Girls. So it's I po- love that. Yeah, and it's just so cool. It's like a visual poem, and it's all the things that she's Googled like um, in the past eight years. And I just really, really— I thought it was 11 was it 11 years? No, I was, was eight. No, no. Oh, wait, wait one second. Oh, yeah, it was for 11 years. Sorry, since she's eight years old. 
which is insane that somebody could be eight years old and like just capture archiving everything that they're saying. That's amazing. Um, I don't know. I just love any poetry or writing or creative projects that is so personal because that's the only way we can get art that's different. Yeah, and because I love, our experiences are so different. And I love when people use technology and art, like when stuff like screenshots or like um like clips and stuff like that. Like I just love that. And it kind of speaks to like what uh Jameer was speaking about last episode. Shout out to Jameer. Shout um out. just about like archiving things mm-hmm. you know what I mean because right now this is relatable but in 10 years it'll be nostalgic to Vintage talk about even. Google searches so yeah. I like that it's kind of like a snapshot of what's happening and I'm sure she's cooking up some more so again follow her on Twitter at A J I S W R I T I N G. alright so now it's tea time alright so the first thing we're going to talk about is the Grammys I'm going to keep it real with you chief I didn't watch it I watched it because my mom is obsessed with the mess. It wasn't very messy. Um, half the people, not gonna lie, did not know who they were. Um, That's all I'm saying. Who did? Who all there? Honestly, um, I was a little. I guess this is very critical. Um, I'm not a performer. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, but. Uh, Usher did a Prince tribute, and I felt like his sleeves weren't big enough. Um, <laughs> and I feel like he wasn't a flamboyant he enough. He still got that press and curl? He didn't. He didn't have the press and curl. So what he had is regular low cut? Yeah. Why with with a blouse on. I feel like his. I feel like the blouse wasn't in a bam. And I feel like if you was going to do a blouse, either do a blouse and show the fuck out with the Shakespeare sleeves or just just wear your regular, what, what do you wear, leather coat? Like, just wear that. <laughs> This is where the regular Also, they code. wore FKA twigs on there. Um, just, I mean, she's great on the pole. She's a, wonder, it's a phenomenal dancer. But, like, they just wore her on there to just dance. And she said she had fun. She enjoyed it. But I just was like, okay. Um, it's fucking Prince, okay? Yeah, so and I'm talk like, about FKA that for a I thought she was going to sing because I'm like, oh, I would love to see that. Um, she's probably going to be your lover. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> um... Also, Ariana Grande was cute. That I wanted, gray dress is my dream dress. That was so pretty. I want to wear that to work tomorrow. <laughs> that gray ball gown. Um, the fact that you're not joking. Yeah, um, I'm not joking at but all. But her performance was really cute. And But I wanted to see her. I honestly just wanted to watch her perform all night. Um, Seriously. Little, Little Nas X performance was very exciting. Um, I lo- I'm sorry. Um, I hope it don't sound ridiculous. But... I still get happy when I hear Old Town Road. Yeah, me too. It's for the rest for the rest of my life. I think I'll get happy. I'll get Some happy. Sometimes I never get tired of like Same. Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Yeah, you can play Crazy in Love, and I'll be oh my god, I'll get really happy. I, I'm not tired of it, and also like the fact to just know that he is just such a sweetie. Like it just makes me for like I feel like when I hear people say I'm tired of that. That's all. Yeah. it's like you either got kids that's annoying you with the song, or you just a bitter person. Yeah, and just kind of like to take a moment to say how, see how fucking Lil Nas X and Billy Porter were at this award show. And it's, like, not too often that we can just see two out black 
gay men showing up and really at the top of the game Mm -hmm. like no not they're not the supporting character it's like they're the fucking show Mm -hmm. so i was happy to see them and see them so comfortable and showing up and showing out on the red carpet Mm -hmm. speaking of i was crying somebody thought (laughs) billy porter was beyonce (laughs) because you know you couldn't see his face at first and i'm like why do y'all just say anything on this app like why the fuck would beyonce be dressed in a cowboy outfit A turquoise cowboy. Come on now. It just was so funny because imagine thinking Beyonce didn't open up and it's fucking Billy Porter. That's not Beyonce. She didn't show up. She Beyonce not. came oiled down looking like looking like something. Like yeah, cinnamon she would buns. Have her legs out. out. Like, why would she have one? I'm like, talking about at the, at the, at the, I was say at the Brunch Nation's uh, brunch. Oh, the Rock Nation. <laughs> yeah. Rock Nation. At the Rock Nation brunch. Beyonce came to that. She's like, I just want to be with the niggas, and then I'm going I, home. To I know we're talking about theories right now, but at the Rock Nation brunch, Rihanna looked. What was that? Homeless. Homely. I really don't want to talk about that because we know that Beyonce. She like me. That's how I look when I when I planned to look in my head and it didn't come together and come out right and my titties look real saggy in it. I like, it's fine. I just gotta rock out with how I look now. You ain't no use at showing up being a negative being a negative vibe. <laughs> the clothes is clean. Got that she up. knows better. I just I'm gonna be quiet. Maybe she's working on an album and she just got like she ain't have enough time. Like I don't know. Anyway, I would rather be at that Grammys. brunch. I'd rather be at that brunch than at the Grammys. Honestly, that brunch no, looks fun. You know where I'd rather have been? Where Royal Rumble? I can't agree. I would definitely. <laughs> I'm no, you're not playing. I put you with a big ass slurpee in the phone. <laughs> in the phone, man. <laughs> like we will, we will rock you. <laughs> Then I picture me at the brunch like Big Bang take Lil Bang. Hey. <laughs> Definitely Royal Rumble. And did you see Megan Thee Stallion's outfit at the um at the brunch? Oh yeah. How it was pinned in the bag? The orange. Yeah. What's going on? I didn't like it. I love the I color. Mean, didn't like the fit. I am just not like her fashion I don't comment on because <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna say that it's smart. No, I I get it. It's a look and I get it and I see it and she's very committed to it. So it's just like it's nothing to say. And also it's like very bimbo. So it's just like, you know, all as I a tall woman, to, I just wanna say that I like Eva everything tailored. Is so the, critical of tall people. The, no, no, no. The thing is, we're not gonna pretend like <laughs> making a sign didn't agree. I'm not saying that. She's I'm just saying that like I wanna see her looking sharp. Also, I have visions for people that are mine <laughs> and they're never gonna come to life because that's not what the, the individual wants, right? So I have to make peace with that. Like I wanted I wanted Amber Rose to be a suit so bad. You wanted her to I be wanted so Amber Rose to show up to every place with an all white suit suit on and fucking shades on and just not talk but have all this money in the empire and eventually own Kanye West that's what I wanted now listen Amber Rose is still phenomenal the way she is but that's what I wanted I just be having these visions for people and I have to come you know to grips with the fact that Megan Thee Stallion has she has her own vision for who she is I know and I I love it that she's so committed to it and just not she did her own makeup she looked it looked great it did and I love the fact that even when she's in designer stuff it still is her like I love it I love the, but sometimes I'll be like looking at herself trying to picture myself in it and I'm like, I could never, but no, listen, or not just me, other people. I can't picture other people and what she wears. I can only picture her in it. Okay, good. Damn. I'm going to say lay off. I'm going to say, come on, with the rating we just got. No. (laughs) 
I'm gonna be honest with you, Chief. I don't give a fuck about that right now. I asked the people if they felt like we was judgmental, and the nigga said no. They did say no. So big bank take little bank. Long as the core folks that literally listen back again, back to back, back. <laughs> but um, but, I but just, yeah, I would rather have been at Royal Rumble. Lizzo, so. uh, Lizzo looked fantastic, and I'm so she happy did. that she was. You know what like, I hate? And people was like, I'm glad she got clothes on. I'm what like, is wrong with y'all? Now come on now. When your mom be wearing halter tops <laughs> at the cookout, you ain't got no problem with big bitches in. Sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> I know the halter top. No bra. No. Titties <laughs> laying flat, just sweating down their stomach. <laughs> Swinging the potato salad. And it be red. <laughs> they about to tell your Aunt Barbara to come over here and pass me them turkey wings. <laughs> So also with uh, <laughs> sorry for that sorry for saying turkey wings on air, um also uh I just wanted to talk about like all the first at this Grammys like to have Lil Nas X Lizzo the baby like this is their first Grammys Megan uh, Megan Stein I don't know if she was actually there right she wasn't there at the Grammys I don't what? I didn't see her at the Grammys sorry my brain said yeah I'm like hello. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't there, right? I said she wasn't there at the Grammys. She wasn't there, right? I sound like Kevin Hart. No. I said, am I right? She wasn't there. She went to the Grammys. <laughs> you was looking in the air. I'm about to throw my fucking phone at you. I'm like, bro, earth the brain, nigga. Like, was she there or not? Next question. It don't even matter at this point. Oh, I'm about to say, we wasn't there. Mean this shit. Um... Oh Tenor is about to insert um, a panic button, and I'm, I really am interested to see how this works. I needed that years ago. <laughs> Shut up, yo. Police, help. They also Police. will uh, create, um, um, what's it called, a, a photo verification. This is what they need, because one time somebody created a catfish <laughs> account of me on Tinder, and if yeah. that fucking nigga would have had a photo verification, <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to create one. And they, they like, said, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's so frustrating is in the bio, they said, hi, like, my name's Iman. I sell pussy. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not trying to be smart. I don't even look like I so like. And the thing is, I'm not saying I ever will or won't, but I feel like nobody gonna believe me regardless. My my picture it looked like yeah she sells cupcakes yes pussy no like that's real corny to say about somebody. I'm saying it right now on air. If I ever meet the nigga, if I even think it's him. He getting stomped the fuck out. I don't care if that, we, where we at. And also, that is such a childish thing to say. Hi. Huh? <laughs> that's so pussy. Like, who said, like, that sounds fake. That's corny as shit. And then also, like, all this stemmed from me not wanting to, like, be around this person. Yeah. So I'm like, big bank, take little bank when I see him. It's on <laughs> site. If I'm ever arrested, y'all, that's exactly what it's for. <laughs> Anyway, back to Tinder. Um, they are going to create this emergency assistant, location tracking, and photo verification. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing for, Sabrina? I'm sorry, I'm just thinking. I remember what the picture was. That you, it was you. So I'm sorry. All right. Like, imagine smiling with both, with all, or every single dimple showing, and in your teeth, and somebody be like, "Hey, I saw." Body coochie. was covered. Like, I don't even look like I. Like, not to say you got to look like you sell coochie, but some people just, you would be surprised. You'd be like, wow, you don't sell Girl Scout cookies? That's crazy. 
Whatever, mommy, I got some in my bag at home. I can see if it was one of my bad bitch pictures, but I'm like, you use this conservative ass picture. Pumpkin pie pic. <laughs> hey, come on. What's next on the list? What's next on the agenda? <laughs> um, next on the agenda, uh, we want to talk about this creepy story because we don't know if y'all are like crime junkies like us, but me and Sabria, we really bought that true crime life. Like we follow cases. We've been following cases and shit since we've been in high school. And every once in a while, something comes on the radar that just ain't right. Like I was trying to solve the um. I was try- well. He was found. It was this gay porn star. He went missing, and I was up till four a.m. thinking that I could solve it. Yeah, I did not. But he found. <laughs> I feel like my energy, uh, my energy of wanting to solve, help definitely. Um, remember yeah. that one family that went missing that I was looking for for years. Yeah, and that was that that killed me. So, so this is one family on that just disappeared in the thin air and it was some rumors saying that they was in Mexico and was people were spotting them. So for years I, I would check the website that the brother made for them just to find out one day that they absolute they somebody found their remains and it was the bus, the dad's business partner who killed them. Yes, I yes. was sick to my but stomach. But did I tell you about the movie that my dad watched? I have to watch the movie. So it was like some family again they vanished in thin air. Come to find out these motherfuckers was buried under cement. Under like in front like it's a true story. It was a, I don't know if it was a true story. It was a movie my dad's wife well, told me. Damn, I need to Tom find out. T- thank you for ruining it. <laughs> I know. God damn! I thought she was going like tell me in a way where if I still wanted to watch it, I wouldn't know. The I twist. don't even know the name of the movie. Well, fuck. Now I'm gonna be watching it, and then one day it's going to dawn on me. I'm like, this is shit. Sabrina, dad was talking about. That's fucked up. I know he. How you you did it to me though. I know. How you <laughs> he was like, I got it ruined. Now you go and get it ruined. Yeah, but you know what? To be fair, I don't know what's been ruined because I don't know the name. <laughs> <of the movie. laughs> I'm just mad for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching it. Like, is this a, every movie I watch? I'm gonna. Like, is this the one? But um. Yeah, so there's a woman named Lori Vallow, okay? So she's from Idaho, already scary. <laughs> um, and she her she and her husband, Chad Daybell, have been people have been looking for them for like months because it's been reported that the entire family has been missing. So these niggas has been found in Kauai, Hawaii, you don't want to resort somewhere, probably drinking a Bahama mama or some shit. And the kids they they have a kid, a child that's seven and seventeen years old. Those are Lori's kids. Mm-hmm. They're missing. Mm-hmm. So imagine believing that a family is missing just to find the husband, the wife, and no kids. But a new husband. A new husband. She's with a new husband, and the kids are missing. There's so much dirt to this story, okay? And also both their spouses That's are dead. So Lori, uh, which is the wife, re- like a, like in December, no, like in September, her husband was shot dead by like her cousin or her brother, one, right? And then... That was being investigated, and all of a sudden, that cousin or brother mysteriously died. So then this woman moves to Idaho, boy, a different part of Idaho, with her children. Then her now husband, his wife just mysteriously died, and he then married this new woman a month later. So as authorities are kind of like digging up her body for like a report just to see if she really died from natural causes or if she was fucking poisoned to death or something like that this family vanishes into thin air and now they find a mom with thinking like okay cool we'll find the kids too and they're gone so it's 
I mean, obviously this is terrible, but you cannot help but think that they just got rid of everybody to start a new life over. Like yeah. they both, like on both day ends, they was just like, let's off all the niggas in our life, start a new life in Hawaii. Like, but you ain't even leave the country. It's Hawaii. Like, yeah. You- also, I don't get why, how, because like, again, me and I watch a lot of fucking crime shows and ID channel is literally just like white people killing each other. And I don't understand how white people can get away with shit like this. Like no red flags go up until it's too late. The fact that her husband was shot by one of her family members and then a family member died. Yeah. How would you eat? Like, how, you know what I, the problem is? I think that people like this out in Idaho and just, I think they really just be so cold to each other anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not like our family where we are, and I'm not saying everybody's family is like this, but for them, how I know family is for everybody to be in everybody's business, essentially. <laughs> right? Period. You can just come over to my mom's house with being unannounced and be like, oh, hey, Uncle, you know, Wallace, didn't know you were coming, <laughs> but come on in, you know? And it wouldn't be no big thing. I feel like if you did that to one of these cold ass white people, they'd be like, get off my property. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, they, I was just thinking about this. If it ain't mom, they'd be like, Beatrice, leave this fucking building. Now. They'd be like, but Johnny. I was thinking about this earlier and I was going to tweet about it. I probably still will. But, uh, <laughs> but for real, I was thinking, I was like, white people do not be forgiving their families. Like, they're like, you fucked up once. <laughs> You're fucking done. Yeah, and you're out of here, and buddy. I feel like black people can't stop forgiving their parents. <laughs> they be like, "Hey, yo, bro, your mom, she been on crack her whole life. Why are you still so loyal to it?" He be like, "That's mom's, bro." Period. That's my and like not saying that's wrong, but I'm like, all right. I feel like we be on one side to the point where our family will just be dragging us down, <laughs> and we'll keep forgiving them. But them, their parents get a divorce in in 1978. They was like, she fucked up the family. You be like. It wasn't just your mom. Like no forgiveness. Like cold as shit to their family. Yeah. I'd be like, but what? be quick to like, collect a check when somebody die. Exactly. Cause like the way they be saying, like, I hate my pa- I can't be a me and my parents. First of all, <laughs> we was laughing so fucking hard at the Grammys. Like, we really be fucking bitten. Like Same. And also I was thinking about how how your mom made me laugh so fucking hard <laughs> that I almost threw up. I'm like, it's just like <laughs> A lot of my, like, my friends and stuff like that, like, we, we get just, along with our parents. Yeah, we get along and with And I know sometimes people can't help that they get along with, they don't get along with their parents. But you know what we talk about. You know what we talk about. Don't pull that shit, you exactly. know, when we start writing reviews about us not being, you know, understand. We, no, you we know. fucking know. Come people on. be like, they be like, hey, um, uh, like, I know, like, you're down on your luck, but like, you know, when do you think you're going to get, like, a stable job? They be like, fuck off! Mom, can you do me a favor? <laughs> She's like, wait, can you stop being such a bitch? <laughs> Oh, oh God! Yeah, oh. she's like, listen. Yeah. I just asked a question. All right, are you feeling okay? <laughs> or, or she's like, well, uh, sorry. Ah. <laughs> she's like, oh no, he's in the mood again. <laughs> Y'all like, crazy as shit. Thirty-seven years old playing the PS4. Get get off your ass and get a job. Anyway. I hope I don't know what they did to these kids, but I'm praying somehow, some way that it's not what we all think it is, because they haven't been seen since November. Okay, like how the fuck is she going to explain this? 
Just come clean. Say what you've done. I would even appreciate if she gave her kids to somebody. Like, listen, I couldn't take care of them. I wasn't mentally stable enough. I, I gave them to this relative. Because she already lied and said she gave them to some relatives in Arizona, and that was confirmed not to be true. So I hope that she just, I don't know, somehow got it confused or gave them to a family friend. Anyone who didn't put, who's not harming these fucking kids. But, you know, to be continued. Definitely go look it up on your own. Again, the woman's name is Lori Ballo. Uh, Meek Mill and Nikki <laughs> Minaj's husband. I don't know what that man's name is, and I'm not going to learn it. His name Kenny. His name Kenny? Kenny Petty. He is. That's a perfect name for us. Uh, Ah, sorry, I just hate him. I was picturing him. Um, according to TMZ, which I don't think this is true because Meek Mill is from Philly, and I just think that this is very corny, even though he has been proven to do corny shit in the past. But they were saying that, you know, they were all at this luxury store together, and then Meek Mill saw Nikki and her her husband, which I can't believe they're married, and he starts staring them up and down. So that then naturally Nikki's husband was like, you know, can I fucking help you? And it just went off from there. But it's the thing is, we're never going to know the truth. We're never going to know the truth because I feel like from Nikki's perspective, she's going to always make it like Meek was the aggressor. And from Meek's perspective, he always going to make it like he was trying to be respectful and <laughs> the, the guy just teed off on him. But like, what were you saying earlier? Oh, that Meek was trying to um, make amends with him. And yeah. then he got buck and was like, no, man, keep that same energy. I think that story is the funniest because remember Meek Mill said something <laughs> about like some a man wearing like a boot cut jeans? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, if you say that shit about me too, I'm not forgiving you. Cause, <laughs> well, he had on boot cut jeans. He probably still wore boot cut jeans. And he probably had boot cut jeans on in that moment. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, they mad comfortable. You don't know until you try them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, and people was calling him on the internet, um, her husband. <laughs> he Sorry. is. He's a I'll crack it up. He's a fucking bum. I, I just, hate that nigga. I just really wonder why she did that. Like, come on, you can't love this nigga. You can't. You just can't. <laughs> he is so fucking like what? Like, what do he do? Like, how do he make his money? <laughs> man, oh man. I just. I he feel probably like... be. She probably be like, yeah, shake your ass. <laughs> okay, I had a. <laughs> True, I agree. I had an aunt who kind of did what Nikki did, just, like, married a bum and was just, like, very happy with it. And my mom was talking about it this morning. And she was like, "Mm mm-hmm, wanted to be the boss so damn bad. Look at you now, paying all the fucking bills. And I'm like, that's what I'm sorry. I'm not... I'm never going to split the bills with you. Let's start there. But I'm definitely not taking care of... I'm not taking care of nobody. Like, that's just not what I like. And it's not what I like. And... Again, we're going to talk about this later on in the show, just being honest and about what you think you deserve, saying it out loud, and understanding that there's somebody who wants to do for you what you want. I'm, I don't know what – I can't explain their relationship. I'm just mad that she – Whatever. I heard. The thing is, he has no, like, what the fuck is his talent? Like, what the fuck do he do? No, and I just feel like ambitious people should be amongst ambitious people. Normies should be amongst normies. And it's like, it's so sometimes it don't even have anything to do with, like, literally, like, the dollars. Like, how much you make. It's not, like, again, like you said, like, it's about your ambition. Like, what are you doing? Are you doing something? What are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck is he doing? Are you driven? You know what I mean? When I see that man, I. I get exhausted. He's just seeing a nigga that be scratching his ass, drinking juice out the carton at the refrigerator. Yup. Hey, baby, we got some more bacon. 
Hey, yo, babe, we got some more eggs. I think I'm going to run out to the store. Can I borrow your car? Yo. And then don't cook. Don't have your own shit. Get away from me. Like, I just, I can't stand them. I can't stand them. And I'm like, okay, Nikki, we know you hate broke bitches, but how about niggas? Can we get on that? And I, oh. All right, Terry Crews. Terry Crews said, <laughs> fuck them girls. <laughs> that guy really, really left. He's losing his I'm be honest with you. I'm definitely, I'm going to take this Terry Crews L <laughs> because I was standing by him with that Me Too movement. Yeah, because I was like, like wow, that was very brave of him. I mean, he was so brave to tell his story. And he still was brave to tell his story. And what yeah. happened to him still was wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's just so funny that the same people who rallied around him when he was fucking bitching online about getting bullied by all the men in Hollywood Hollywood, he don't have no uh, nothing to say about Gabrielle Union saying that she was pretty much treated unfair on the set of America's Got Talent. Now it's I don't you know I don't have to speak up for her. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But it's like all right, but that shit ain't had nothing to do with us either. But we still you know exactly. surround around you. So it's like who do you give a fuck about other than yourself and your wife? Apparently, yeah, he don't even fuck fuck what he said. Fuck them kids. Like that is crazy. He said the only woman that I have to please is Rebecca. <laughs> he said she gives me wings. <laughs> but the first what he said before that. And I agree with this. Uh, I don't know what the source is I'm reading, but it's an article. It's not my words. It says, on Monday, Cruz released tweets containing a puzzling reference to his Flint, Michigan roots. Puzzling. Wait till I read this. It says, I'm a hog. You a chicken. Just because you gave me eggs don't mean I owe you bacon. Ancient Flint, Michigan proverb. Somebody, don't ever, don't put that on your city's name. Somebody retweeted and said, I'm from Flint and nobody said it. <laughs> Bro, you definitely was thinking about that. You made that up. Maybe your grandpa, Nate, said that shit, but that's it. That's that not, shit did not fly. That's not communal. That's not what the community said that is a proverb. Bro, like what? <sighs> So I don't know what that has to do with uh, Gabrielle Union, but I'm guessing he was saying just because y'all supported me for the Me Too movement doesn't mean I have to give up my fucking white person's check and stand up for Gabrielle Union. He really just say you like the check, bro. It's okay. I'm shucking and I'm driving, (laughs) kissing a white man ass, just surviving. (laughs) Then he said, "There's only one woman on earth I have to please. Her name is Rebecca, not my mother, my sister, my daughter, or coworkers." What? <laughs> Bro, not my mother. Fuck her. My sister. And fuck her too. My daughters. But especially not my black ass coworkers. <laughs> Terry Crews was smoking wet last night. Big, that is absolutely insane. Big wet. Why? I hate people who think that marriage means like they have to neglect everybody. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, God, like, yo, you can absolutely be married and love your mother and daughter. And, and you can. 
can't. You can't, but your heart isn't big enough. <laughs> I wish my dad would be like, bro, you got to get out my life now. I got a woman. Well, like, what's the point of getting married? Like, people get married when they had children. So it's just like. Exactly. Like, I don't, like, that would scare me if my husband loved me more than our kids and my his mother. I'm like, bro. That's like that tweet where somebody was like, um, it's your house on fire. And so, somebody was like, I saved my man first because you could get new kids. Uh, true love, you can't find all the time. I'm just like I'm uh, like what happened to y'all like it's from the beginning like I was I was talking about some situation and somebody was like imagine being their wife and I'm like I don't think like that I don't think like oh the wife has it worse like I don't think you should compare love like how I love my friends and my mom and my men my heart is I don't know big big enough to handle it all that's your fucking problem like people would be like yeah my husband's needs come way before my infant's needs stop compare some stop compartmentalizing love that shit love weird, is what man. it is and my thing is i don't care if i get married who needs me the most is who's getting the most love and i learned that from my grandma like yeah. my grandma always said my favorite kid is the child who needs me most my favorite grandkid is the kid who needs me most and while there are certain boundaries that come with having a husband and you know your parents and everybody should understand come on your children are your prized possession they fucking come from you you. And then t- to be like their T-F. man could take up from them. So they don't got no man. You just be like, oh well, sis, you finna for yourself. Period. That's just insane Cold to world. me. So that's why she he he chose not to stand by Gabrielle Union. Also, you know, there's plenty of other niggers who have opportunities on the set. So I don't know what that black bitch was talking about. <laughs> like it's just insane, Terry Crews. Like, I'm but you know what? I'm happy you showed your true colors. I hope you and that tight ass suit and Rebecca <laughs> fucking live a good ass life because I won't be supporting y'all anymore. Absolutely. Now, who fucking watches America's Got Talent? I don't know. Oh, I know. Who? White people? Yeah. You know, I just feel like it's a lot more people in this country than what I understand. Because when certain shows be on and get in such, like, good, so many Do views. you see, working at the mall has made me realize how white people have kids, like, at an alarming rate. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> and they all sit up and they watch TV. Or just, like, some people that I don't pay no attention to. I go look on this certain actress's Instagram page. They'll have like 39 million followers. I'm like, yo, there's a whole nother white world that I don't know about. That is insane. And then it makes me realize like, oh my God, the need for black content is just so real. Like we need more black content Mm -hmm. because we definitely are the minority. And I have these moments in my life where I'm like, yo, I'm a minority. Like I'm really in the... I'm, I'm not there are more white people than there are black people and they absolutely have more influence mm-hmm. I have scary. no idea and it's like I can't even imagine sometimes how many of them there are cause sometimes for me sometimes I feel like it's 40 white people in the world and I keep seeing the same 40 people over <laughs> well, and over cause they have four faces yeah and I feel like sometimes they just blend but in numbers they really out fucking working at the mall it's like a swarm of them it's like constantly that fucking, swarm, they, swarm, swarm. they outnumber us and they be having the, the, I've never seen the double the double baby shoulder until I start working at the mall Woo. no matter of fact they be having the triple one too oh yeah and then the baby in the back be 11 years old Always. I'm like, the bossiest baby. The bossiest baby. Like, mama. No, they're like, um, yeah, I need the iPad. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, snacks and iPad, please, mom. Thanks. But, um, (laughs) 
And but the only thing that kind of makes me feel good is knowing that not every single white person, according to the numbers, is that white person I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like a lot of them are. For example, a lot of them are more neutral. Not to say that they aren't, they are for me, but mm-hmm. just they're not KKK members. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when I th- I start getting scared when I think like, oh fuck. Um, let's talk about Lena Waithe. It's so unfortunate. She actually just uh announced two months ago that she was married to her sweetheart. What's her name? Alana or Lena Mayo? Mayo's her last name. Interesting. But uh, they just announced yeah, that they're divorced. That's corny. I don't like that. Two months of marriage? Well, thing is, I don't know if they're married for two months or did, that they just announced it for two they, months. Is, and Lena Waithe has been a cheater. For somebody to call something off like that, you've been getting cheated on. Oh. Everybody think that Lena cheated. Everybody think that that's what it is. It's, it's, it hasn't necessarily been confirmed, but oh, I thought it was confirmed. No, everybody. It's just a rumor that she's a cheater. That she's been cheating. Oh, I mean, look at her. She is fine. I'll she give her is, as that. She know what she cheater. Yeah, I would have cheated with her. So I can't say <laughs> that. Like you know. She got a, like she's fine as hell, but that's so unfortunate. Like I feel really bad when people are getting divorces. That's emotional as hell. That's so emotional. That shit is not like you don't just get a divorce and be okay. Yeah, you be like, oh, I'm fine. Divorce I'm fine. fucks you up for a long time. It's expensive and it's embarrassing to just get married, get be divorced. But I'm praying that somehow they they get divorced and then they come to grips with like we can't live without each other. Yeah, and then just get back. Like yo, get back together. Hashtag black love. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you ever see me hashtagging black love, grab me by my collar. I'm going down a rabbit hole that's not good. That's bad joke. If you <laughs> ever see joke. me see me, and I'm a, if my husband don't cry when I walk down the aisle, I'm coming right oh, back down. Oh, not that one. Oh, my God. That one fucking, ugh. If you want to see that. If you- <laughs> It's if you don't see me posting um a picture, it'll be like hashtag he liked it, so he put a ring on it. Oh my god! Oh god! I'm gonna be the type of bitch to get pregnant, uh, to get married to somebody that I was lying saying was my homie <laughs> for eight years. Mood, mood. I so, say no. I'm actually probably not even gonna do none of that weird shit because I'm starting to realize something. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, all this secrecy, putting emojis over your nigga face. I know. I hate that. Bro, nobody care. I'm like, okay, this is this is the person. No, nobody cares. Are you fucking happy? <laughs> nobody cares. I love this cat so much. I wish I could see how cute he oh looks. Oh, my God. Tiggy is napping while we're talking so much shit. And he's just the perfect cat. So, bro, you should upload that on Black Girl Brunch page. So, tomorrow, when people listen, they know what Tiggy look like. Okay. he. This is kind of, the video is kind of fuzzy, but... Shucking job, shucking job, shucking and jiving, shucking and jiving, shucking and jiving. <laughs> Sorry, that was a throwback to our uh, Terry Crews conversation. All right, moving on into the sunken place. So we all know something terrible happened this past weekend, um, you know, and it's triggering. So we are not going to get into it. So if you are somebody who has just been feeling the feels because of this really really fucked up terrible situation and just lightly going to talk about you know Kobe and what happened with him in the past the families and his daughter 
we have intentionally decided not to go into details because it is it's just way too hard and when you stop listening to Black Girl Brunch and you log on to Twitter, you log on to Instagram, you're going to get overwhelmed with all the sad details and probably take on everybody else's emotions. But we have to talk about the media, mm-hmm. right? We're going to keep it general, but this situation definitely triggered this sunken place segment. Like, we have, we live in a world where people do not give a fuck about being correct mm-hmm. or the harm that they can cause by not following protocol. Mm-hmm. There are rumors going around that the families in this plane accident did not know if their loved ones were confirmed dead or alive before news outlets were putting information out. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who's involved, what celebrity, what so uh, cultural icon is involved. If it was your mom, if it was your child, if it was your sister, your brother, you would, I would die if I found out on TMZ or the exactly. Room. That is so. Um, the, the, I was so shocked that it had been released so soon because I just felt like it was just very unprofessional. It's like, why do we know so soon? It was like as soon, like the helicopter was still like fucking smoking, and like people knew, and it's like who. At the site, like somebody at the site had to say something. Had to say something. Had to say something. So and it's no sick. respect. No respect. Exactly because it's also sick because they probably got compensated for that. Like mm. they got paid to think leak about in that, that um, information. So I was like, was it really like worth it? Like for you to do that? Like that's very I disgusting. I hope they have nightmares every fucking night that for is the rest of their lives. So because they didn't. Not only okay, so that triggered a media shit show because once the details get out there and people are working to confirm, now all these different networks are in competition to have the facts. And somebody saying that this person was involved, somebody saying that these children were involved, somebody saying the fucking Rick, Rick, Rick Fox, Fox was involved, and they're not just alleging it these are not twitter rumors these are newscasters fucking verified sources who are saying it and like for me that is so dangerous to not be able to trust the news because i don't have access to this information we don't have access we have to depend on these Mm -hmm. people to give us the truth and for today it was about something you know that was I mean, I, while it was very heart-wrenching, it was not necessarily something that impacted all of us mm-hmm. individually. But tomorrow, it could be something directly uh, pertaining to our safety. Mm-hmm. And we can't even hold these people accountable for basic fucking journalism etiquette. Hold off. Wait until you get the details. Wait until you you, you secure the source. And I feel like as podcasters, mm-hmm. our, our ethics are higher. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel worse for fucking up... Uh, T- Tina Lawson's name and calling her Tina Knowles, then these bitches will c- feel about absolutely killing somebody off. And, or, you, and TMZ did that um, a few years ago with Lil Wayne. He had a seizure, and they were like, oh, like, you know, Lil Wayne is pronounced, like, dead. And I thought it was, like, that similar situation. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, not again, like they're doing. And also, like... <clears throat> Harvey, um, whatever his last name is, Levine. Um, yes, yeah, he's a fucking lawyer, then he should like, un, you know, understand that, like, you know, have some fucking class with certain stuff. And also, um, it's just 
um, I feel like they owe the public an apology too because it was very emotionally taxing. Your 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 Instagram, and to just see this person dead forty one. Not we we regret to inform you. Some shocking, like nothing sensitive. Yeah, and, then, and like, one it's just said nobody life exactly, and like one was like killed, and it was like very like the way it was just like I, I just and with the picture, with the picture, it just was like okay, I was sitting here on a like I had to get up, put my phone down, fucking get in the shower, and just be like, what the fuck was that? And let me tell you something. I was not necessarily a fan of this individual, you know what I mean? But you cannot deny a cultural icon wh- when you see it. And it don't even give you no no room to address the issues with the per- the complexities because the shock is what takes over. Yeah. And then for these other families, okay? Because there was a celebrity on board of this tragic incident, they were robbed too of their privacy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now I think people have been trying to be very intentional about including these other families, right? But at the same time, I can imagine just hearing, oh, wait, shit, wasn't my little sister on the plane with this, with this individual? No survivors. But wait, maybe I don't know. Like, that, it, it was just, it's not a game. It's not a joke. It's not okay to just sit there and do this. And it's getting worse. I feel like the more the internet come and these clicks and these views, the more insensitive and inhumane people get. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, what can it's we... It's like a rat race. It's like like people are just like, I was the first, I was, the, you know, I did this. Like It's like I remember people used to do like back in the day um, on internet forums, just like they didn't read what the caption was or anything. They would just comment like first... first yeah, and it's. I feel like it's just like that. Absolutely, it's just like that. And then, like, just to add another layer, like somebody caught a video of fucking LeBron James crying while he like landed. That was so disgusting. Why? Like, I am thinking about the moment I found out about a loved one passing away, and like I sat in my car and I broke down. I can't imagine if I sat in that car, broke down, and then somehow I found footage of me crying. Like. What is wrong with you? Why do you guys like to watch, like you said, trauma porn? Why do you think that you have a right to capture humans in their moments it was of so, grief? I hated it. Like, it was so disgusting. Like, they had, like, videos of, like, baseball players, like, just, like, crying down the line. And they were, like, just, like, the camera there. It's just, like, this, like countries i feel like is a very american thing to be so obsessed with and trivializing trauma and just like did did you you see see how did you feel how did you feel when this happened i cried so much it's like people try to um like measure like how emotional they were and like by that they're like oh like you know i'm like look at me, like I'm an empath. Like, but it's not, it's, you know, it's not. This is not euphoria. This is not a show we're all tuned into. This is human life. Yeah, exactly. This is human life, and I don't think people take it this serious at all. And also, just like f- fuck capitalism. Those players should not have been playing on that field. They and everybody want to make this a fucking Mighty Ducks moment. Look what they did. They playing for the Black Mamba. No, they're playing for these fucking white men. That's who they're playing for. Because y'all know damn well these advertisers have secured these spots for the yep. game. And that's what yep. I was thinking mm-hmm. about, too, when they said that. I, I was like, wait, why didn't they kill? I'm like, oh, Come it's on. because there's money involved. Come on, man. Money over emotion. We supposed to think it's cool that... Players are crying 
on the court. It's the same thing. Like I said, it's, I feel like it's very American. It's the same thing when people are like, oh, look at this poor person. They had to walk five miles to get to their job to Wendy's because they didn't have a car. Everybody's like, oh, my God, clap for this person. It's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, or meet Harry. Harry has cancer. All of his team donated their sick days because he ran out. It's like, no, the bigger conversation is, why the fuck does a person who is battling cancer have to worry about this? How could, what do we do to change and fix to the point where this person can be sick in peace, can heal in peace? Like, it's just, again, I feel like in moments like this so discouraged about humanity because mm-hmm. I'm like, what have we become where it is okay to do this to someone? I can't think of a single person who would be okay with a camera that they don't know about catching them in their raw state, finding out that a lifelong friend and probably mentor has died mm-hmm. in their child, along with a bunch of other people. That is sick. It is so sick. And my, I'm at the point where I'm just like, hey, yo, I really would have been okay with working for a TMZ at one point. I really Same. would have been okay with working for a shade room. But they are so fucking vile, and I'm so proud and happy to be on, like, a podcast with you where it's like, yeah, we can talk about pop culture because it's the culture. We can't deny that it's influential to us. But we don't have to – we don't have to – Catch people in their in their lowest moments and not allow them to be human. Exactly, There's we're not a like mother obsessed and we critique, you know, stuff. But like, as it pertains to just what it means to navigate through the world, yeah. it's important to discuss this stuff because it's a reflection of who we are as a society. And right now, this is a very ugly reflection. So it was so bizarre to watch. Like, just like I mean, I CNN and all that shit. Like, I have blocked them from. Uh, for other things that they have news that they reported. But, like, the news is just now, it's just a bunch of, it's trauma porn. It's fear-mongering. It's just, like, um, a race to see who can get the most emotional. Um, It's disgusting. And I hate it. It's disgusting. Um, With that being said, you guys, just take care. Um, It's a lot of feelings about this you know, about Kobe. It's a lot of feelings. And I just want to say they are probably all fair. I probably agree with every single one of them that you're thinking right now. So that makes this uh, specifically complex, especially as a black woman where you have to choose, like you feel like you have to choose like blackness or your womanhood and you don't have to choose either. What you got to do is take care of yourself because what's done is done. And it's no, just that you got to take care of yourself. If that means walking off, Log off. You don't have to have a fucking argument with everybody. You don't have to plead your case. You feel how you feel. Take care. Exactly. So we're going to actually. And also, mm-hmm. like um, Ryan, who I pronounce Rain, says said on Twitter today, um, normalizing uh, shutting up. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. And I have nothing to say. And let's leave it at that. I don't. I feel like we all are at this point where we feel like we have to give our stance. We don't. And you don't. We really don't. I'm not fucking Barack Obama. <laughs> I don't have to give my stance on every issue. Like, sometimes I don't even be thinking nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't be thinking a single fucking thing about issues. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to make a difference in talking about this. Because mm-hmm. I have nothing to say. And it's okay to admit that you don't have the range. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. So I'm going to go and say a little prayer for all the people who lost their family members, the same thing I would do for any old Joe Schmo on the street because I have a fucking heart, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go back to trying to live my life and remembering that it's really fragile and really short. Mm -hmm. 
oh gosh so we decided to make our common senses a little bit lighter because we knew that you know it was inevitable that maybe the sunken place would be a little heavier so this week we're discussing um confidence right because I think we it, it takes a lot to build up confidence as an adult, especially if you're not always told that you are beautiful, you are talented, you are this, you are that. And how do you become that person for yourself? How do you get comfortable with kind of being the way Kanye, Kanye West used to be before he got lipo and went crazy? <laughs> how do you be that person? You know what I mean? Exactly. And, like, don't be, like, I feel like I know with me, the fear of feeling yourself is because you don't want somebody to debunk that in front of you and be like, well, yeah, maybe I am, whatever. But in reality, you you feel a certain way about how you feel. Like, the person who we gave a toast to sis for, I loved it. Give yes. a shout out to me because I'm killing it. Give a shout Period. out to me. I'm you, doing what the fuck needs to be it done. Is no, it is nothing wrong with clapping for yourself because sometimes you you're the only person that you have and if you don't recognize the good in yourself how why would what are you going to pursue like recently um i fell in love with i love will smith we all i think it's clear (laughs) at this point everyone should know i love the fucking smith family they're all such positive vibes but in an interview will smith was saying you can't wait for someone to think you can do it they don't think you can do any nothing that they can't do and that really stuck with me because sometimes i feel like even to this day ashamed of saying out loud all the things that i want to do because they don't necessarily make sense to the people in my circle you know i'm 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 I grow up outside of my friends friends and my fam- my family and my coworkers or who I see on a day-to-day basis. And you know, people may be hiding their dreams from me, but for the most part, the shit that they talk about are things I don't really care to ever have for myself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? People the, their goals are about owning homes. Their goals are, you know, just securing a new promotion. Their goals are saving up for a new car and they're very practical and they're all goals that any individual should be proud of but my dream be like oh god i hope this pitch work and like i get this tv show oh wow i want black girl brunch to go excuse me i'm sorry sorry guys i kind of like did a hiccup if anyone's gonna police that but um i want my you know i want my dream to be like i own this or i own that and i i interview this person and we go live and around and for me it all sounds doable because I know somebody is doing it. Mm-hmm. So why can't it be me? Exactly. And like I love, like I want to do behind the scenes stuff so bad. And like most, mostly, um, everything I want to do is within film. Um, besides Black Girl Brunch, which could trickle into that. Um, but I feel like I could, uh, you know, do screenwriting and do set design. Like I feel like that's not far fetched. Yeah, no, it's not far fetched at all. Because they're in the same realm, and I'm going to be in most likely in the same studio. So it's just like I feel like I that's just something that I can do, and like just I'm like if I just had the money, I know I could go off. And I feel like also, I think I said this before: when you talk down to yourself, you're disrespecting the people that believe in you. Ooh. And for luckily for us, we have a shit ton of people that believe in us now. Now, but before we didn't, you know. Sometimes we had people, even people within our, you know, families and stuff, making a fool of, you know, the things that we want to do, even still. But it's like we are now, we now believe in ourselves. And it's with the help of, like, literally y'all. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, so I know for me, um, the thing is, when it comes to, like, my goals and the stuff like that, I'm just like, I just need the fucking tools. I just need the, like, just show me and I know that I can do it. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like my writing is phenomenal. The fact that I, even though I'm not the best speller, the way the... Like, sometimes when I read my own writing, I cannot believe that it's me. Like, the fact that I can write like that and I, you know, don't have that much experience. And I can, like, um, even since I was a kid, um, my dad has always told me that I was just, like, so good at writing. And, like, even when I went to school, um, people told me that I was good at writing. And one of my professors compared me to one of my favorite writer-directors. So I was like, okay. Who's the writer-director? Uh, John Waters. Oh. Uh, who did Serial Mom. Mm. Um, like, campy stuff. And, like, the fact that I can, you know, in a way mimic my favorite writers and then making my own, I just feel like that's talent. And that's something that I will never, like, you know, be like, oh. Like I guess I'm okay. So I feel like my writing is so fucking good. That's why when I read that letter, like that lady said that it was just that and the third, blah blah blah. I know that you know my spelling could be better, the story could be a bit stronger, Come but I'm like, you shit is good. Spelling, that's fucking grammarly and spell checking handle that shit. The talent, and the content. Exactly. Everybody don't have that the talent and the content because there's some people that are writing and directing right now. Um, that I'm just like Tyler Perry. Period. <laughs> But the thing is, he got to drive. And right. sometimes you just, that's what you need. Like, I always, me and my dad always said this since I was younger. Carson Daly, if you ever watch him, like, um, like say stuff, he's boring. He's not funny at all. Mm-hmm. He's very cold. But the motherfucker got to drive. Yeah. He always, even, you know, when TRL, he wasn't hosting that no more. He'd do like this late, I think it's still come on, late night with Carson Daly or something like that. He always hits his job. And yeah. always, like, in front of a Same microphone. Ryan Seacrest. Exactly. He's, like, not even that funny, like, nothing. But he's somebody who it's stays dry. And they throw spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. Exactly. And I love people like that because, you know, they show you that it's really, really, I mean, obviously there's a little bit of luck and chance and everything else that goes with it. But if you believe that you're special and you shoot for the stars, I am confident that you will land on the clouds. And for so many of us, like, when we start talking about what we can, what we do wrong, everybody got so much to say like I was telling Sarir earlier I was working with like one of um, the individuals at my job and I asked her like hey so what's your strength and she was like I don't really have any and I know this person and I know she has strengths I know she's a hard worker I know she's ambitious and driven and can get through anything all these different hardships and I asked her again like I know your strengths so I'm gonna ask you what are your strengths and I had to read off her strengths to her just based off what I saw. Then I said, okay, now what are some of your weaknesses? Oh, then she snapped then. Oh, I'm a procrastinator. I'm slow. I'm lazy. I'm this. I'm that. And I'm like, why do we always have so many negative things to, like, say about ourselves? But then when it's time for somebody to ask us something, you know, for us to talk about our strengths, we either say something super generic, like, I'm hard work. No, no, no. Get into it. What are you good at? I want to hear, oh, I'm good at details. I'm good at planning. I'm good at being quiet and being thoughtful. I'm good at reflecting. I'm good at, you know, uh, uplifting my friends and families. Like, I really, really hope anybody listening, like, if you need to pause, write a list. What are you good at? Right? What are you good at? Like, recognize that because sometimes you will never hear it. Like, I'll, Sabria, how many times do you hear in a week that you're a good writer? 
Because I don't. Because nobody. Like nobody really, knows. Like, yeah, nobody knows. That's so a, how yeah. often do you hear it? Not a lot, but yeah. I still fucking believe. I know. I and I haven't written anything original in a minute. I've just been honing on this one thing. But the fuck, I know. Once I sit down, I still got that shit. Like I have never been so confident about something. Like the fact. And, like, if anybody wants to know, like, how to write a script, that is something that I can teach somebody to do. I am so confident in it. It is something to me that it becomes is easy because I'm so passionate about it. And I know that is something that I am fuck good at. Yeah. And I know I have not gotten a chance to do any set design, but I know I would be good at it. Right. And also. it's just it's just certain things. Like, I always say to myself, I can do it. Like, Unfortunately, sometimes I'll say I could do things to the point where I get myself into things where I'm like, yo, bro, that's crazy. But I can. If I want to do my hair, I just go try it on YouTube. Like, I'll just, I can do anything exactly. I want to do. If I want to talk to somebody, I'm not afraid. I can hold a conversation with anybody. And I think that, like, that's just, like, a lot of the times we are so limited in being afraid to say what we're good at out loud. And even when people give us confidence, uh, compliments sometimes, like, mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. When I tell somebody, like, oh, wow, that color looks so good on you. Or, oh, my God, your hair looks amazing. And especially women, we've been trained to be like, no, I'm fat. No, I'm hit. Yo, learn to say thank you. Thank you. you damn, you're right. I am mm-hmm. cute. I am. And people going, some people may even, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because sometimes if you mm-hmm. come down on yourself, people are like, come on, you know, take the compliment. But then sometimes if you're like, I know, right? Or thank you. I was thinking the same thing. they like, damn, bitch, you cocky as hell. But it's like, at the end of the day, I would rather be cocky as hell than a fucking woe is me. <laughs> I'm just roaming around. Because, like, like my on. looks, like, people are like, oh, like, you this. I'll be like, oh, thanks. you like, you know, I'm all right, whatever. But I'm like, when it comes to this writing shit, like, and also, like, for me, um, I feel like I'm okay at makeup, like, what I do. But the fact that I literally, when I, um, I was unemployed and I was depressed and I used to watch YouTube all the time like do like practice and I haven't done anything like that in a while and that was like one of the things like the first things like in my adult life that I'm like okay I'm gonna get good at this I literally used to practice every fucking day Mm. every day Mm -hmm. watch YouTube videos every fucking day and see what worked and what didn't work sometimes I would go outside looking crazy but I got eventually I got good at it and I'm like I literally taught myself that Yeah, and, like, when you think about why it is important to know you're good at things, like, okay, obviously, yes, it does make you feel good. And it's important to feel good in order to do good. But I think it's science. I think if you have it in your mind that you're good at something, you move different. Mm -hmm. The product is different. Like, what you, the the work that you produce is more heightened because you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Not to mention that every, like, every day is not going to be a good day. But at least when you believe in yourself, you kind of have that in in the tuck to be like, you know what, today was fucked up, but Mm -hmm. I don't deserve this and one day I'll, I'll get better. Or if somebody rejects you or something like that, mm-hmm. you can be like, you know what? This is your fucking loss. And if you're not confident, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't say good things to yourself, when somebody rejects you, that shit can put you, you down. can be like Beyonce. When, like, say, say Beyonce did that with Star Search. Like, mm-hmm. she lost to... Fucking what was the name of Def Jam or um, was it? Oh my god, skeleton, skeleton, skeleton crew. Gym, skeleton, yeah. Skeleton Imagine crew. if they quit like in that moment. Like no, you gotta have confidence, and you really, really have to be like in training with your confidence. 
What'd you say, Sabrina? Oh, no, I was telling I thought Eric was going to move. Tiggy, let him sit. <laughs> <laughs> also, there is an, uh, a certain point where confidence does come off wrong. We yeah, because some people, that. I feel like, um, like, you just, because the thing is, I know that it's, just, it's a bunch of stuff that I'm, like, you know, good at and stuff. But, for instance, I feel like I'm good at makeup. But I realized that I am best doing makeup on myself. Yeah. So I same. took myself out of that. And I, like, because I did, I tried to do, the thing is, if I, the thing is, if I had the hustle and I needed a side hustle and stuff to do makeup, I would do my best to do makeup on other people, you know, for the extra, you know, coin or whatever. But I have officially, like, fallen back and there's only one person, you know, makeup that I always do. Um, but I, I'm like, okay, I am definitely better at doing makeup on myself or people who have almost similar features to me, yeah. which that means I'm going to make it <laughs> literally on, on my face. And I, you know I'm the same way. Yeah. It's, first of all, I barely know my own face. I'm still learning how to do eyeshadow on my eyes. <laughs> I, I don't got time to be learning nobody else's eye shape and nobody else's where to contour on who else's cheek, any of that. But for me, like, sometimes I meet people and I'm like, all right, you could probably use, like, to the point where they're so confident that you can't give them any criticism because they think that everything is hating. That's when I would say the confidence is going wrong. Yeah, I, I if don't like you, that. No, like, at the end of the day, I, kn- I know that it takes 10 years to become an expert, right? That's just, like, according to Malcolm Gladwell, according to Anderson Cooper, according to, like, uh, what is it, fucking... Bill Gates, all the greatest, before they really, really reached their peak, it took them, what, 10,000 hours. That's the magic number to become an expert. So for me, I know in order to be a great podcaster or the the podcaster that, you know, of podcasters, we have to do this shit for 10 years. Of course, the growth in these three years have been substantial, but in order for us to feel so comfortable and have that etiquette and to just for it to be second nature, we have to be doing it for 10 years. So understand Understand that while you can be confident, there's always some room to grow. When you get to the point where you can't at least listen to what people say and then question it later, then I think that's when the the, the confidence just goes in the opposite direction. That's mm-hmm. when it's not productive anymore. Exactly. And, like, <clears throat> I know <clears throat> I could take criticism and also with writing. And I'm, like, I want feedback that's why i was like it's so hard for me to like right now you know i gotta like snap about it get in my tyler perry bag mm-hmm. um <laughs> no writer's room um, crazy wig yeah <laughs> but like i am always searching for like feedback and like asking people like if i write about a certain group of people like asking people like you know is this accurate like you know is this blah 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 and they'll tell me and i'll take you know their feedback and i'm like okay great this is great like i don't think that i'm like there's stuff that i know that i'm like the shit at and the stuff that I know that I'm like, uh, whatever. I could definitely, um, you know. Yeah. And I think how you, how you decide that you're supposed to be treated manifest how you get treated. And like, even not, not just from the professional lens. Like I think about when I was younger, I always wanted like a guy that would do certain things for me. Right. But I low key didn't believe that anybody would ever do it for me. So I would always try to like ask for what I wanted in a, in a way that will also give a man an out too, mm-hmm. because I truly did not believe that I deserved what I was asking for. Mm-hmm. So you can't fake that type of stuff because it has an ugly way of kind of like resurfacing and how, 
and your standards. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, you're taking things that you, you they don't even feel right to you, but you low-key feel like you'll never get what you want. Exactly. So I've started, like, I would say as of, like, in the last eight months or so, Listen, this is what I want, and I would rather you play me and say you're not going to do it for me than for me to sit here uncomfortable in this relationship and accept something that I don't really want. Mm -hmm. I know damn well what type of man that I want. And if you're not going to do that, you simply don't think I'm worth it because there are people who do it for the people they love every day. And it's not like I'm asking you to buy me the fucking Staples Center. I'm asking (laughs) for, like, the basic shit. And I'm tricking myself into, like, I, I can't accept crumbs like that because I don't think I deserve crumbs. I just feel like you are incapable of giving it to me. So I need I need it to kind of force my belief in myself on other people as well. Like, not only do I believe I deserve this, you need to believe I deserve this or you can't be in my fucking life. Yep. Um. Finally, just wanted to name a few people who um have kind of helped us or taught us how to own greatness. Obviously, Beyonce and Will Smith. Period. Already talked about them. <laughs> Beyonce, like, bow down bitches is a perfect example of what you, of, listen, I've been nice to y'all hoes for too long. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you guys to fucking bow down because I absolutely do run the game. But at the same time, she's very humble. She does, She said what she had to say, and then that was it. Sometimes you just got to snap. Sometimes you got to tell was, people real quick. It was much needed. Um, Rihanna also posted something when she was coming out with Auntie. Um, and she, it was like this little cartoon. It was like at the beginning of the creative process. And it was this cartoon like, this is a great idea. And in the middle of the creative process, the cartoon was like, this is trash. And then the cartoon was like, this is a great idea. And they were like, this is trash. And at the end, it was like, this is perfect. And it made it gave me so much peace knowing that even Rihanna can sometimes start something and then think her work is trash. Mm-hmm. And that's very normal. And you can even finish something and still think it's trash. How the fuck are you going to get better unless you just keep producing? Mm-hmm. You just have to keep doing whatever you're doing and like really just be confident about it. Like, I promise that's the formula. That's like the formula to success. Not that I made it, but still, <laughs> I'm going to just keep using this formula. It's helped me so far. Exactly. So that is it for this week's guys. Hopefully we didn't yawn, belch, uh, breathe too much. Like <laughs> anything that will set you off. Um, make sure you guys leave us some reviews, honest ones, preferably, <laughs> preferably five stars. Letting us know, you know, what's going on. That's how people find us. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Also, you can hit us up on the Gmails at BlackGirlBrunch at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at Imamate. Send some letters. I miss those. Oh, yeah, guys. Please, come on. Send some letters to the... I know y'all got some fucking problems. And if you <laughs> sent us something and we didn't respond because I am in charge of the inbox and I'm a flop, I get... I really forget. I got to delete stuff from my phone because I just really... I just yes. ma- I Sabrina just... needs to manage. The, she's so good at messages and stuff. I'm not. So And I love checking my email. <laughs> and my email is a catastrophe. It's so, um, resend it or just send us something new come on and i know y'all got some issues like i know y'all got something y'all want to share with us we'll keep your name anonymous we'll give you any name you want or you can give yourself a name sorry for sounding so desperate i just really really want the messages back um also hit us up oh i'm sorry my instagram is at imamate um twitter it's mate and sabria it's 
it's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Also, guys, thanks so much for showing um our past guests some love, um Savvy and Jameer. It was like so nice to have them on the show. Yeah, and like it's just so nice to know that when people come to Black Girl Brunch, like not only do our listeners like uh show them love like you guys support them follow them give their um projects and their services a, yeah. ch- a chance so I, that makes us happy because it feels like oh in a way we are putting we're building a network and like putting each other on um I, I was nervous about having so many guests on the show because I'm like, I know so many people love our natural flow, but I'm definitely excited to have more. So you guys let us know how you feel about that because you know, we be doing it for y'all, but um, yeah, that's it. Have a good week. Bye. Peace. <laughs>